five breakfast catch up I could not be happier. I was at Oatambo International Airport yesterday. The absolute goosebumps. I was fighting through thousands of people. I managed to get through a security door using only my SABC card and a lot of persuasion to the security who wanted to arrest me. But it was because I could not miss the return of Banyana Banyana. If you missed it, they had like a a motorcycle parade. Some of the loudest, most epic noise. They were revving the music. Here's a little bit of a taste. It's just unbelievable. Yo, the energy. Wow. The energy there yesterday. And I mean, people were chanting. They were chanting, give them the money, which I'm glad they did. <laughs> and the energy was just the most beautiful thing I've ever been That is why I could not be happier to tell you that live in studio right now with Polly Zondo herself are two of the superstars of the campaign. Absolutely proud this moment. Actually, I think yesterday was really the culmination of everything. Uh, we are now joined by the elite that is Desiree Ellis, the head coach of Banyana Banyana, and of course Ntabiseng Majia, who is the striker of Banyana. Thank you so much for making time for us. Des, let's start by congratulating you. Three times in succession, winning CAF Coach of the Year, and then finally lifting the AFCON trophy. Because we spoke about this yesterday. You played in two finals as a captain, couldn't get that trophy. Played in another final in 2018 against Nigeria, losing on penalties, and then now finally against Morocco, winning it. What does this moment feel like? It's amazing, to be honest. You can hear my voice is gone. Um, <laughs> so much screaming and so much celebration. And I don't think we slept for two days. You know, the, the night of the final and obviously on the plane, players singing and people taking, taking videos and everything. But I think it's well-deserved. The players have worked really hard. I think, um, you know, from the word go, the ambition was to qualify for World Cup and, and win the AFCON. They never wavered from that. Even though we had a lot of challenges, they still stood together and think that was the most important thing. Des, you know, in terms of that final, I don't know, uh, maybe you saw it differently. Those nine minutes that were added on, where did those nine minutes come from? Nine Because those minutes. were the longest nine minutes that we have ever encountered as a country. You have no idea. You have no idea the look on my face when... When those nine minutes went up, I thought, like, where is this coming from? I kept going to look into the bench and asking, Coach T, how many minutes? She said, seven. Coach T, how many minutes? Six. Yo. Coach T, and I think I think they made a mistake because I think the replay only played six. And then there was absolute chaos and pandemonium and celebrations and tears of joy. You name it. Ooh, yeah. And Tabi Sengmaji is also here. Youngest player in the squad. And in just your second cap for Banyana Banyana, you scored your first goal. Talk us through that moment. Um, throughout this moment, I was excited because already we were very under pressure. Um, so... I knew if I'm going to score that goal, um, my team will play. So after that goal, that's what happened. We start playing again. And I was excited scoring my first goal for the country. Um, It really means a lot for me and 
for my family and my friends out there. Just tell us about how it was in uh, Morocco, especially that final. There were more than 46, 7,000 people that were in the stadium. There were lasers directed at you guys, smoke bombs that were being released. How were you able to handle that hostile situation? Um, as Koja said, that it's up to them. It's up to them. This is, this is them who has to play the game because obviously they won't hear us, they won't hear the coaches. They will hear each other in the field of play, so it it was up to them yeah. to win to win for us the game. For sure, yeah. Wow, sure. that's sure. amazing! And the reception yesterday at Oar Tambo, <coughs> did you believe that South Africans would come out in their numbers like that for wow. you for Banyana Banyana? <coughs> wow. <coughs> Sorry, Cole. Cool. You know, um, I know the team is much loved, um, and if it was any going to be any bigger than 2018 I already had my tissues in my pocket because yes. I felt it was going to be very emotional um, you know no, see getting the messages and and getting all the, the, the whatsapps and everything I knew that it was going to be a big thing I think um, the players respect the fans um, and the messages that we got it helped a lot you know especially during the trying times that we had so it helped a lot during that times and I think we knew that there was going to be a reception, but we didn't know how big it was going to be. Yeah. Unbelievable. And for you, Ntavi saying, um, I wasn't expecting all of this. Imagine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> yeah, I wasn't expecting, but I'm pretty excited that South Africans are with us and, and standing by us. And I'm grateful for them. Absolutely. Yeah, for supporting us also throughout the journey that we had. Um, we just want to thank you guys. So I know something uh, special that happened uh, because as 5FM, <coughs> we had prepared a nice montage for Banyana that was posted on your group and you played it uh, before training and the final. Andy Lelamini was also talking about how emotional she got, you know, when she heard that clip, you know, and just hearing all the five nation, you know, just come out in support, you know. How, how would you express that support, you know, just in terms of how people came through for the team? How, how did that help you in terms of that final, actually in terms of the entire tournament? Literally. Look, knowing that people back home were supporting us, knowing that even during difficult times back home, knowing that people were behind the team, it, it helped a lot. You know, uh, wherever we went, as we were on our way to the final, I actually did a video of people walking to the stadium. Sure. And uh, four hours before, we got pictures and it was already packed out. Wow. Four hours before, you know, we have a we have a thing here where people go ten minutes before, <laughs> and then the game is delayed, delayed, delayed. Yes, but yes, but yes. four hours before it was already packed out. But we had this little group of fans. We don't know where they were from. We had this little group of fans that followed us all over. We were they were there for the Tunisia game, and then as we came in, they were there. So behind our bench, they had this little group of fans sitting behind our bench, and some of the South Africans that Cecil brought along, and other fans that were there. So we had this little group of fans, but it was no in no way even close to theirs. We couldn't we couldn't hear when the national anthem was playing. Wow. We couldn't hear, but we sang at the top of our voice. Yes. You know, and people were doing the thumbs down and <laughs> when the players walked onto the pitch for the walkabout, they they sang while they walked onto the pitch. Uh-huh. And there were the clapping and you know the people against us and our players were ready. They were they were tuned in. I said we gotta keep them quiet. We gotta make them quiet. And the lasers didn't dis- uh, deter them. 
And when we scored the first goal, there was a bit of quietness. But when the second goal went in, complete. Dead silence. Complete silence. And then people started leaving the stadium. And I think the goal we considered was really poor and put ourselves under pressure. But the resilience of this team, ah, what can you say? I mean, now, of course, we are going to be looking forward to the 2023 Women's World Cup that will be staged by Australia and New Zealand. Uh, in terms of the upcoming <coughs> uh, FIFA international break in October, you know, what sort of teams are you hoping to be playing friendlies against as you prepare for this World Cup? Because the last time you didn't make it out of the group stages, so I'm pretty sure this time around the targets uh, are going to be different and the expectations from the team. No, most definitely. And, you know, we've got a longer period to prepare. The last time it was six months. Now it's about a year. So it gives us a lot of time to prepare and a lot of time to plan. We haven't sat down yet. We're still celebrating. But we have another tournament coming up before that, which is the Kosafa Cup. We have that, but we also have to be really sure of who we're going to take there because Sundowns are also playing Champions League and a lot of tournaments in between for players. You have to make sure that you also manage that because you don't want to pick up more injuries. You have to make sure that players that you bring in, maybe new players, young players, um, to be able to also make the group bigger. I know people now expect us to win any, every tournament here. <laughs> <laughs> every tournament we go to, but the Kosafa Cup we normally use, you know, to give players an opportunity to test players because that's the first level, you know. Um, they, I cannot confirm the October friendly, but there's already been um, talk. Um, there's already been, um, you know, of who we want to play. I love that. Um, but surely you guys will find out. And when we sit down and plan um, who we want to play going forward to get ready. But And yes, I would agree with you that the next stage is to, to get out of the group stage. I think the if you look at the, the last World Cup and you look at the first 45 minutes against Spain, that's most probably our best 45 minutes in a very long time. Mm. But the big thing and the big word is consistency. You've got to be consistent. And with a lot of players now playing abroad, you see the difference in the team. And hopefully more can go abroad. And I think that experience that they bring, it showed. It showed on the pitch at the Aisha Buhari Cup where we had them for the first time. It showed here where we had them having lost Gabriela Salgado mm. and not, and then Tembi. And yet the team was still resilient. Sure. And then maybe just finally, uh, Tavi Singh, are you going to be in action uh, this weekend for the Hollywood Beds? Or are you going to be uh, recovering a bit? <laughs> no, I've been Action, You'll surely. be in action, <laughs> And then, are we getting a cut of that four hundred thousand? You know, are we also going to get uh, maybe just a <laughs> thousand? Put your rand. hands down. That's what he's saying. No. Saying no. <laughs> but congratulations! We but are so you. proud of you. So proud of the entire team. Yesterday was just so emotional. Goosebumps, everything. And we are going to continue to celebrate this moment for months and months to come. And to both of you and to the whole team, I was there yesterday in the trenches with all of the fans singing and dancing and the experience of joy I think you as a team similarly to the Springboks a few years ago have really created hope and pride and been an inspiration not just to women not just to footballers but to the whole country and it was so so moving and can I just say those gold medals around your necks though Ooh. wow 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 thank you so much Desiree and Tavi Singh that's them they are on the way to another big appointment in a few minutes time but we gave them the star treatment as only five of them done Catch up on some of the best moments from 5 Breakfast by going to 5FM's Catch-Up page on the 5FM app or 5FM.co.za.